You've heard it said, more sheep than people? You've heard that said, and it's true in 10 countries around the world. New Zealand with 20 sheep per person. Australia with 10 sheep for every person. And this year, a tradition is broken. In Australia, because of the COVID lockdown, the sheep aren't getting their haircuts. There's a desperate shortage of shearers to fleece 68 million sheep. Not good for the sheep, bad for the wool industry. And while we're down under, bragging rights don't always apply when it comes to the pandemic. New Zealand locked down early and went 100 days without a single reported case. Not so today. The record was broken and a handful of cases are now reported. Sheep, shearers, shepherds, a common theme running through the Bible, this idea of a shepherd looking after his sheep. No less than Jesus telling us, I am the good shepherd. My sheep know my voice. Are we listening? Welcome to Haven Today, here in the middle of the week. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And this is a program called Soul Care. What does it mean to care for your soul? I hope you know I'm not talking about a mystical experience, but I am talking about being honest with ourselves. The last several months have been nothing but hard, and many of us have had to press on and keep a stiff upper lip, whether it's with our families or our jobs, maybe even our churches. We've just had to stay afloat to keep others afloat, and that can be very tiring and discouraging at times. So no matter where you are, I want all of us to be honest with ourselves. We need to care for our souls and be honest with our struggles in strange days. And we need to do that before our dear Lord. Over the last couple of days, we've spent time with Pastor Zach Keswine. He's struggled with depression himself. And I really like the honesty he has regarding his struggles. But even more, I've been encouraged by his desire to take us to Jesus. So if we find ourselves losing heart, and, and all we can see is the tribulation, we need the, the gracious help of the Lord and His people to see again that we have reason to take heart. He's the lifter of our head. Dr. Zach Kesswein will be with us later in the program to talk about how knowing Jesus doesn't always mean our problems go away. And we'll see how Psalm 23 talks about this reality. Our shepherd is with us in the darkest of valleys. After the program, I want to send you a copy of Zach's book called Spurgeon's Sorrows, Realistic Hope for Those Who Suffer from Depression. Zach wrote this book to help all of us better understand depression and to even have compassion for those who are suffering from it. And by looking at the life of Charles Spurgeon and how he too struggled with depression, I know you'll find hope seeing how Jesus brought him through it. Our number to call after the program 800-654-2836. 800-654-2836. And thank you for your generosity. Your gifts are what the Lord uses to keep this 100% listener-supported ministry going. Or go online, download the first chapter of Spurgeon's Sorrows, and then make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. 
And before we open with our first song, I'd like to remind you that we still have copies of the Jeremy Camp movie, I Still Believe. This well-made DVD from the team that produced I Can Only Imagine tells the story of Jeremy and Melissa Camp and their struggle with cancer. It's a must-see movie this month. And now let's open with Jeremy Camp, The Healing Hand of God. I have seen the many faces of fear and of pain. I have watched the tears fall plenty from heartache and strain. So if life's journey has you weary and afraid, there's rest in the shadow of his wings. I have walked through the valleys, the mountains and plains. I have healed the hand of freedom that washes all my stains. If you feel the weight of many trials and burdens from this world, there's freedom in the shelter of the Lord. I have seen the healing hand of God reaching out and mending broken hearts. Taste and see the fullness of His peace and hold on to what's been held out. The healing hand of God. Touch the scars upon his hands to see if they were real. He has walked the road before me. He knows just how I feel. When you feel that there's not anyone who understands your pain, just remember all of Jesus' suffering.
And hold on to what's being held out The healing hand of God It's a song from a man we had on the program last week, Jeremy Camp, The Healing Hand of God, opening this haven today and a program called Soul Care. I'm Charles Morris. I would not recommend this. It was 1644. Joseph Carroll's set of sermons on the book of Job was published. Now, what made this interesting is that he had been preaching on Job for 30 years. Yes, you heard me right. 30 years slowly walking through one of the darkest, most painful books in all the Bible. His reason? The book of Job captures the anguish of calamity and the hope of restoration better than any other book there. He wanted to help his people understand that Christians suffer, and just like Job, having faith does not automatically save you from distress or depression. Well, it was a noble effort, but 30 years later, his church had dwindled. I don't think 30 years in the miry pit is what we need right now. But we do need what Joseph Carroll said, medicine to cure our souls. And that's why we're in this series this week called Soul Care. And I don't mean New Age mysticism or philosophy. I mean just honesty with ourselves. That in a COVID-19 pandemic, our souls have suffered. I know many of us listening right now are battling overwhelming anxiety, crushing depression. Politics aside, we just need to take a step back and acknowledge that this season has been very difficult. There's a temptation for Christians to pretend we don't suffer, and that only makes it more difficult when we do. We don't have to have it all together. We need to hear that again and again. Here to help us is a friend. He's a pastor. Dr. Zach Heswine, and he wrote a book called Spurgeon's Sorrows. Dr. Heswine, you've said that grace relieves but doesn't cure depression or anxiety. How can we turn to and trust in the Lord who's in control uh, without falling prey to the mistake that having Jesus means we don't have any problems? Well, that's a wonderful question. I think our, our first, our starting place is our Lord Jesus himself. And his words, he was so honest with us. He just said, in this world, you will have many tribulations, but I have overcome the world. So take heart. I have overcome the world. And he just speaks honestly that you, who are the you, uh, his people, his followers, will have many tribulations. And so to follow Jesus, uh, we don't have a naive faith that tells us if we just trust Jesus, everything will work out. We'll never have any problems. That, that's a, a message that we just don't find in the scripture itself. But the Lord Jesus himself is telling us that, uh, not as someone who's distant from suffering, but right there in the midst, he's, on, he's getting ready to walk, uh, set his face toward Jerusalem and uh, walk on the way to the cross. And, and so not only by his words, but by his way, we learn that uh, difficulty, suffering, sorrow, doesn't mean that somehow we uh, are small on faith. Actually, it takes a great amount of faith uh, to be able to say, even though I have tribulation, 
I will take heart because the Lord is with me. And the Jesus had used this imagery of being a good shepherd, you know, and we think about that Psalm, the shepherd's Psalm, Psalm 23, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Or though I'm in the presence of my enemies, the Lord will prepare a table and sup mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. And there's always this, both the, the suffering side and the take heart side. And so, so if we find ourselves losing heart and, and all we can see is the tribulation, we need the, the gracious help of the Lord and his people to see again that we have reason to take heart. He's the lifter of our head. And others of us who keep saying, take heart, take heart, take heart, as if there's no suffering. We need the grace of the Lord Jesus to taste again the tears of a fallen world and to, to hear the honest guidance and direction of our good shepherd. There is tribulation, but he is overcome. Pastor Zach Kesswine helping us to see that Christians don't have to have it all together because even our Savior suffered sorrow and depression. This is a program called Soul Care, and I want us to go back to the classic psalm we just heard a minute ago, Psalm 23. We know it so well, we've heard it so many times, but it's easy to forget how incredible it is. But it's also easy to use this psalm in the exact opposite way in which it was intended. And it's all because of that first line, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So many times when I've suffered in life, I've had a well-intentioned friend quote that line to me as if it would make my pain go away. And it didn't. It made it worse because it made me feel guilty for being sad. But when King David wrote that psalm, he was most likely on the run, fearing for his life. He was suffering himself. The opening line of Psalm 23 wasn't an escape, nor was it a denial of his suffering. It was just clinging to hope in the midst of suffering, David's suffering. And he found hope by reminding himself of who his Lord was. Let's listen to Psalm 23 together. Let's be reminded again today of these great truths. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. And the final verse of this significant psalm, Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. There are four phrases in this psalm that help us when we suffer. The Lord is my shepherd is, of course, the first one. Shepherds had a hard job. They had to lead the flock to food and water. They had to stay on the lookout for predators and bandits and cliffs, and they had to constantly watch over their sheep. David took comfort, knowing that the Lord did that for him. David himself had been a shepherd. He knew what it was like to tend sheep. The shepherd couldn't take a day away, a day off, couldn't even take an hour off. In the middle of trial, we can resist. 
And in the midst of our trials, we can rest in the Lord our shepherd, the good shepherd, Jesus Christ. He knows us. He knows our pain. And he's always watching over and protecting us, providing all we need. But this doesn't mean our problems simply go away. And there's a second phrase we need to look at, even though. Even though I walk through the darkest valley. Even though is such an important phrase. It means we can't avoid it. It means following the shepherd. Having faith in the Lord and the gospel of Christ doesn't erase our pain. Even though. But he goes on. Even though I walk through the valley, I won't fear. Why not? Well, the third phrase speaks to this. For you are with me. Emmanuel, God with us. Even though we suffer, even though we walk through dark valleys of sorrow and depression, the Lord is with us. And Israel shepherds led their sheep. Where he went, they followed. That means, dear brother or sister in Christ, if you're in a dark valley right now, the Lord went there ahead of you. It was true for David. The Lord was his shepherd. But how much more true is that for us? Our Savior went to the cross. He was abandoned by his friends and family. He was left to die. He went through the darkest of valleys, and he's with us in our darkest valleys, leading us, loving us all the way. And that leads me to a fourth and sometimes overlooked phrase, for his name's sake. It brings me back to what we say every single day here on Haven Today. It's all about Jesus for his glory, for his kingdom. The Lord is with us. He's leading us. We're following him. We're clinging to him, even in sorrow. But not to show how strong we are or how faithful we can be. It's all for his glory. It's all to show how strong our Savior is. And he holds us close, walking with us until we all get to dwell together in the house of the Lord forever. Would you take just a second, pause with me. Let's pray. Lord, would you remind us through the 23rd Psalm who our shepherd really is, who leads us through dark days, who gets us through to the end, and reminds us that coming ahead, there is that table setting for us where we get to join you and we get to have a meal together. We get to fellowship together. And we get to dwell in your house forever. Lord, may we not just take this psalm lightly and leave it for a funeral or leave it for someone else. May we understand this prayer and we understand it by praying this prayer. And I say this now and pray this prayer in the name of Jesus. Amen. me lie down in grief.
One of those scripture lullabies from Hidden in My Heart, the 23rd Psalm, The Lord is My Shepherd, here on this Haven Today. I hope you were encouraged by the words of Pastor Zach Heswine a few minutes ago. I've been blessed to spend time with him the last couple of days. I so appreciate his pastor's heart and his desire to lead everybody to Jesus. And that's why I really would like for you to have a copy of his book called Spurgeon's Sorrows, Realistic Hope for Those Who Suffer from Depression. And instead of offering some simple formulas, just do this, follow these steps, it'll all be right. Zach shows us the nature of depression with compassion and understanding. And he does this using the life of Charles Spurgeon. Even that great prince of preachers was a person like you and me, and he struggled with depression. It's not a self-help book, but it's a helpful book that'll show there is hope in Christ for all of us struggling with depression right now. It's a book we all need to read, I think, as depression and anxiety levels are four to five times higher than they were this time last year. Maybe you're not struggling, though. But this book will help you see how you can be an encouragement to others. Here's the number to call right now. 800-654-2836. 800-654-2836. Make your gift and ask for your copy of the book. And if you know someone who's struggling with depression, I would encourage you to get a second copy to send along to them. And we'll even send it directly to them at no extra shipping costs. You can also go online if you'd like at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And while you're there, download the first chapter of Spurgeon's Sorrows. It's free. And take a look at a blog we have there where Spurgeon talks about his struggle with depression as well. And then you can make your gift and we'll send that out to you. And don't forget, if you wanted to order it but haven't yet, we still have the DVD, I Still Believe, that story of Jeremy Camp and his first wife's struggle with cancer. It's a movie filled with hope, so needed for this summer. Ask about it when you call or watch the movie trailer online. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we get to share the great story the story that's all about Jesus, here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God, this is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Do you know how much I love you? When I ask my daughter, she spreads her arms wide and says, This much? Well, she's only three, but she gets the point. I love her as much as one person can possibly love another person, but even that kind of love doesn't compare to God's great love. There's nothing else like that. Psalm 33:18 says, The eyes of the Lord are on those who fear Him, on those whose hope is in His unfailing love. That's part of why God's love is unique. It does not and cannot fail. But it's also unique because His love is sacrificial. And if you want to see that, look no further than the cross of Christ. You can get your Anchor devotional in print monthly at getanchor.com.